and it will touch us accordingly in Jesus' name. Let's open our Bibles to Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, and John 11, 39 to 44. Philippians 3, 10, John 11, 39 to 44. We're going to start with Philippians 3, 10. Philippians 3, 10. It says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And this morning, the topic we are going to be discussing is the power of resurrection. The power of resurrection. This is the power that raised Lazarus from the dead. And that's how we're going to be looking at John chapter 11 from verse 39 to verse 44. John 11, 39 to 44. Paul, in his knowledge of God in Philippians that we read, made it very clear that whatever he had attained, wherever he was in his Christian race, that it was very important that he had this knowledge of God and the power of his resurrection. Until you attain to that level of knowing God intimately as to experience that power of resurrection, that's what Paul was saying. I want to know him. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to know the fellowship of his suffering. But be made conformable unto his death. Why? Because death is not the end. Death is only the beginning of the next stage. But today we are looking at just the power of resurrection. And in John 11 from verse 39 to 44, the Bible says, Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, that's Lazarus, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou would believe, thou should see the glory of God, Verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. 42. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Lose him and let him go. Praise the Lord. The power of resurrection is the power that raised Lazarus from the dead. And from the passage that we have just read, there are a few things that are apparent about this power. The first thing, that we need to take note of brethren, is that Jesus Christ said they should roll away the stone. And that means the stone must first be rolled away for the power of resurrection to be manifested. And this is very important. The stone can represent so many things. But in our passage, one key stone that Jesus, I mean, that was needed to be rolled away for this part to be manifested was the stone of unbelief. The stone of unbelief. Rolling the stone away 
implies taking a step of faith. Taking a step beyond your feeling. Taking a step beyond what you know. Taking a step beyond the facts into the realm of the truth. That's why Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father by me. You need to take a step into the realm of this truth, not the facts. Yes, the fact is, there are these limitations that we know, that we see, that we experience. But there is a stone that must be rolled away if we are going to get into the realm of the power of resurrection. And this passage makes us to understand. And that stone that needs to be rolled away is that stone of unbelief. If the stone is not rolled away, the individual that is resurrected will suffocate in the grave even after receiving life. Such is the suffocating power of unbelief. Unbelief kills miracles. It stops out life from that which has been perfected. And this explains why many are healed. Many receive their miracles at church services or at crusades. But they end up as if nothing has happened. Because they believe only the symptoms rather than the word of God. That says you are healed. If you want to show that you believe the word of God and not just the symptoms, not just what you are feeling, not just your experience, then you need to roll away the stone of unbelief and take a step of faith to the next level. This is very important. Many times, the miracle is perfected. What you are believing God for has been done. But the step you need to take to claim it, that step is not taken. And the miracle is lost. I pray for someone here today that you will not lose your miracle in Jesus' name. That that little step of faith, just to perfect that which the power of resurrection has effected in your life, you will take it, and that which the Lord has given unto you will be actualized in Jesus' name. We must go beyond the realm of, of believing our feelings and our experiences to believing the word. Your faith must not rest even in the testimony of someone else. Yes, somebody's testimony can challenge your faith. But your faith must be only and only in what? The word of God. The word of God. What is that word telling us today? In Mark chapter 3, I mean Mark chapter 9 rather. Mark chapter 9, from verse 23 to verse 27. Mark 9, 23 to 27. Mark 9, 23 to 27. Jesus was speaking to Peter. After he had caused the, 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 uh, the, the fig tree and the, the tree dried up the following day when he saw it, Jesus said unto him, If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Or rather, this is the case of the man that brought his child to Jesus Christ. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. All things are possible to him that believeth. That is the key. And that is very important. The stone of unbelief must be rolled away. We'll see that if you read that passage down, Jesus Christ commanded, he rebuked the spirit. He said, thou dumb and deaf spirit, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the Bible says, the spirit responded. 
and the boy was healed. So what does the word say there? It's in that verse 23. If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. That is the word on which our faith should, should, I mean, should rest. In Isaiah 53 verse 5. Isaiah 53 verse 5. The Bible says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. When you go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, we see the same passage being repeated. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. A portion of it which emphasizes our healing is repeated here. He said, who is own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. These are words that we can rest our faith on. And all that we need to do is to take a step to show that we believe what the word of God is saying. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. We all know that passage very well. Exodus 15 verse 26. If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and do that which is right in his sight and give ear to his commandment and keep all his statutes he said, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that does what? That healeth thee. I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord that constantly and continuously ensures that you will not be sick. I am the Lord that ensures that the fear of the, of the society will not be your fear. I am the Lord that will ensure that your mantra, your word, is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, not the fear of Corona. Not the fear of anything that the enemy has put, has put in place, but the fear of who? The Lord. Because I've got, he, said, he said, I am the Lord that he led thee. I am constantly at work in your life to ensure that you are not sick. The message that the general Vassar was sharing yesterday uh, in the uh, ministers, uh, the workers and ministers uh, uh, meeting, we were talking about that brother that went to the village for a crusade. See, there were mosquitoes everywhere. There were many brethren, they were busy fighting mosquitoes, pa, 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 hitting themselves. But there was this one brother who just lay down quietly, had a peaceful rest, and the brethren at the point could not contain it, and they came to say, Brother, what is going on? How come mosquitoes are attacking us? And it looks as if they are not attacking you. And he said, come. And he rolled, he rolled his sleeves and he stretched out his hand. And of course, the mosquitoes on seeing his hand, they all came forward. They were feasting on his hand. Or rather, they wanted to feast on his hand. But the moment they touched his hand, what happened? They died and they fell off. So every mosquito that came near his hand died and they fell off. That is because of the power that was in him. That is the power we are talking about today. The power of resurrection. The anointing of the living God. The power that will make sure that wherever you go, whether there is a pandemic, epidemic, or anything endemic, that the blood that is upon you will avail and fight for you. God will fight for you in Jesus' name. In Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20, we know that passage very well. He sent his word. He healed them. He delivered them from their destructions. His word heals. His word delivers. His word will avail for us in Jesus' name.
So, it's important that we believe in order that we may see the glory of God. Even as Jesus Christ said unto Mary in that passage. He said, say not I unto you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. When Jesus caused that fig tree, there's a passage that was referring to earlier on. When he caused the fig tree in Mark 11, he caused the fig tree, the fig tree dried up. He emphasized the importance of believing in demonstrating the resurrection power. In Mark 11, 22 to 24, it's a passage we're already familiar with. Jesus said, Jesus said unto them, have faith in God. Do what? Have faith in God. He said, for verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Now take note of that word. Say. Say unto this mountain. Be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. So two things have been uh, demonstrated in this passage. Number one, what you say. Number two, what you believe. In other words, if you say what you don't believe, you get nothing. Amen? And it's important that, you, that when you believe, you do what? You say it. You say that which you believe. Say, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. You say it in prayer. You believe that you can receive it. And you will receive it. You will receive it in Jesus' name. I say you will receive it in Jesus' name. The need for believing was also demonstrated in the case of Jairus' daughter. The daughter of Jairus. In Luke chapter 8, verse 49 to 50. Luke chapter 8, verse 49 to 50. The Bible says, while he yet spoke, that Jesus was speaking there. There cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying unto him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Fear not, do what? Believe only, and she shall be made whole. She was dead already. The, 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 the word came. That she's dead. Trouble not the master. Jesus had and said unto, unto her, Fear not, only believe, and she shall be made whole. And I believe he's talking to someone here today, making the same statement. Fear not, only believe. Tell somebody, fear not. Only believe. It's very important. Now, the glory that you will see. Remember Jesus told that lady, he said, If you believe, you will see the glory of God. The glory that you will see depends on your expectation. On your what? Expectation. So what do you expect? If you expect nothing, you do what? You get nothing. When I was talking earlier, when I talked of rolling away the stone, I said rolling away the stone means taking a step of faith. A step of faith. Taking a step in the realm or in the direction of that which you are believing God for. The glory you will see depends on your expectation. The man that was healed at the beautiful gate of the temple, in Acts chapter 3 from verse 1 to 8, Acts 3, 1 to 8, 
We're not going to read it, but we know the, uh, the, the, the story there. Peter and John were going to the temple. There was a man that he laid out the gate, at the beautiful gate. He was crippled. And the man looked upon them. He, he, he wanted to, I mean, he was asking of arms as usual. And the Bible says, he asked arms of Peter and John. But Peter looked at him. And he said, look on us. And verse 5 says, this man gave it unto Peter and John, expecting to receive something of them. That is key. Now, what he got was more than what he expected, but he expected something. And that's very important of us, brethren. You, are, you want God to move? You roll away the stone of unbelief? You must not allow a vacuum in that, uh, in that uh, situation. You must have an expectation. Because the glory you will see depends on what, what you expect. That man looked on Peter and John, expecting that he would receive something. And Peter told him, silver and gold I have none. I don't know what his reaction would have been just hearing that. But Peter did not stop there. He said, what I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, do what? Rise up and walk. And they took him by the hand, lifted him up. And the Bible says, immediately, his feet and ankle both received strength. You see steps of faith there. The word was spoken. The man had an expectation. Peter pulled him up. And he began to go into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Your expectation will always be exceeded. I said your expectation will always be exceeded. This man expected maybe a gold coin. But he got more than he expected. He was made whole. From that day onwards, he was no longer a beggar. He could now go around and he himself give unto others. No wonder the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 that our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to that power that worketh in us. That is the power of resurrection. The power of resurrection that works in us ensures that brethren, when we expect something from, 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 from God, when we come to God through the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, this is my expectation. He's able to do much more than we can ask or think. Paul and Silas When the temple and the dem I mean, when the prison and they demonstrated another cardinal uh, principle on uh, uh, on the power of resurrection, and that is the fact that your thanksgiving will establish your manifestation. Your thanksgiving will do what? Establish your manifestation. Your you know when Jesus Christ stood before uh, uh, the tomb of Lazarus. The first thing he said was, after he told them to roll away the stone, he said, Father, I do what? I thank thee. Father, I thank thee that you always hear me. You always hear me. The man that was healed at the beautiful gate, the moment he, he stood up, what did he do? He walked into the temple, leaping and doing what? Praising God. This established his miracle. This ensured that there was no going back, that that lameness was gone forever. 
Then we'll come to Acts chapter 16, from verse 25 to verse 26. Paul and Silas, they were in prison. They were tied down. And the Bible says, at midnight, at midnight, they prayed, they sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. They were giving thanks to God, even in their own position. Why? Because they realized that they ought to take a step of faith. They realized that they must roll away the stone so that they could obtain or receive their miracle. They began to praise God. God came through for them. God will come through for you. I said, God will come through for you. I said, God will come through for you. No wonder the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, that in everything, do what? Give thanks. Give thanks. In everything. Adam didn't say, worthy of giving thanks or not. You just do what? Give thanks. Before you allow anything to overcome, I mean, to, 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 to cloud what God is doing, begin to give thanks to God. Begin to give thanks to God. The resurrection power is in the spoken word. Is in what? The spoken word. The spoken word. In the case of the widow of Nain, in Luke chapter 7 from verse 11 to verse 15, Luke 7, 11 to 15, the widow of Nain, after Jesus stopped the procession that was going uh, to, to bury that young man, the Bible says in verse 14 that Jesus Christ said, Young man, I say unto thee, arise. The spoken word. He that was dead sat up. Remember at the tomb of Lazarus, he said, Lazarus, do what? Comfort. When he, was, when he met this man who was dead, he said, Young man, I say unto you, arise. In like manner, in Luke chapter 8, from verse 51 to verse 55, Luke 8, 51 to 55, when he came to the house of Jairus, after telling his father, believe your daughter will be made whole. In verse 54, the Bible says, he took her by the hand and called, saying, made, do what? Arise. The spoken word. He spoke the word. And not only Jesus spoke the word, when Peter was faced with a similar uh, situation, he realized, this is the way Jesus did it. I will do it in like manner. In Acts chapter 9, from verse 36 to verse 41, when that lady called Dorcas, when she died, men were crying, or they were weeping, but they called for Peter. And the Bible says in verse 40, the passage is from 36 to 41, in verse 40, Peter put them all out. He knelt down, he prayed, and then he turned to the body and said, Tabitha, arise. And the Bible says she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she stood up. So the power is in the spoken word. Brethren, remember, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the, of the earth. But the Spirit of God did what? Moved upon the waters. And then God did what? God said, let there be light. And there was light. You've got to open your mouth and speak. The power is in the spoken word. That doesn't mean that's the only means whereby the power can be demonstrated. Because when you look through the scriptures, you see that the power has equally been demonstrated by contact. As in the case of Brother Eutychus. 
Eutychus course in Acts chapter 20 from verse 9 to verse 12. He was in the night vigil with Paul and the other brethren. He slept off. And while he was sleeping, forgetting that he was sitting by the window, he fell down and he died. But the Bible says that Paul went down and fell on him and embraced him. And he told the brethren, trouble not yourselves. His life is in him. All he did was, we are not told he made any statement to the boy. He just embraced him. And we are meant to understand that by the time the, the program was ended, they brought the young man alive and they were very much comforted in verse 12. Elisha also demonstrated this, the, 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 the power of resurrection in contact in the case of the Shunammite woman. From verse 32 to verse 36 of 2 Kings chapter 4. 32 to 36 of 2 Kings chapter, uh, chapter 4. After he had sent his, his, uh, Gehazi to go and lay his staff upon the boy, and it was fruitless, Elisha, the Bible told us, came in, into the house. The child was dead. The child was on his bed. He went therefore, shut the door upon, upon them. He prayed unto the Lord. Then he went and lay upon the child and stretched himself upon the child. And the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon, upon him. And the child did what sneezed seven times. And the child opened his eyes. The power in the spoken word, the power in contact, all demonstrate the power of resurrection. Nothing but